fucking wish I was recording that. It was funny as hell. Yeah, butterflies. Butterflies and ponds, you know. Butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer. Uh, not to just throw you off here. I'm just seeing this breaking news. Right off the bat. Uh, Vito Tidsdale of the Kentucky football program has been kicked off the team. Oh, shit. No way. Yep. Before? An hour ago. I, I mean, I haven't read it. I don't no. know. Report back. Uh, Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef, Chris Fusing. Sitting to my left forever and always is my cohort, Major Nate Brown. Who? Joining us on the phone all the way from war-torn somewhere is the Red Blood American Court of Florence. Vito Tisdale has been dismissed from the team for a violation of team rules. We will have no further comments on the matter. Nice. <clears throat> team rules. Well, yep. Can I, I mean, tell- he also had that. I mean, last year, you know, he had the big thing where he was involved with that shit on campus with a gun and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which he got cleared of all that. But I'm, I mean, sometimes you just got those guys that just seem to find trouble. Yeah. Trouble teams find them. Trouble. At fight. least he wasn't driving 141 miles before his arrest like the Alabama's Mitchell was. That's true. Yep. That is correct. Mm hmm. Also, my mic just fell out again because that's how this podcast goes. See ya. We talk for a second. My mic falls out. Mic is out. Nate's fault. Nate's mic fucks up, and then, and then you just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Corey's rolling. mic never fucks up, which is dog shit. Well, in fairness, it's because it's inside of his phone. No, I'm talking about even here. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that is true. Like he he's had he's the one that has the only good channel left. On I would offer you could page. change that, or. I like how you just realized that that's a fact that you could have done that all along. Dude, like, I've, been, I've been thinking about this the entire time. I'm like, why is he not just when nobody's paying attention? Just yeah. fucking change it. Corey, you should have just seen the look on his face when I said that. It was like I just like showed him that there is gold indeed at the end of a rainbow. Yeah. Like, like you figured out how to make fire? Yeah. Nate just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nate just uh, showed me a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, let me tell y'all about my day. It's different. Are Actually, we going straight to it? Yeah. Okay. Started off late to work, nothing new. That's not part of the day. Is that a normal day? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll figure out who I right. remember right. who listens. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about like minutes, like yeah. one or two minutes. 30 seconds, 20 right. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Between 30 seconds and 20 minutes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes an hour. Ne- never a minute over two hours. Never a minute over pat. <laughs> never a minute past lunchtime. I, I don't ever go into the next day. Correct. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I was like, "Fuck it, you know, I'm gonna be late. I'll just stop and get some McDonald's." So I stop and get McDonald's, get the burritos, and and I always get two hash browns. Well, not always, but actually, whatever meal I get, I usually get an extra hash brown. Okay. Because they're like they're the best. That's a power play, by the way. I really like that move. Yeah, that's what I do all the time religiously, man. I feel you on that one. They're the best. So I get all my food, and I was like, I'm gonna pound this while I'm driving. So I get everything situated in my passenger seat, so I can just reach over and get it. The uh, burritos were fine, no complaints. Sure. The hash browns were from last Thursday. (laughs) Okay. And they fried them again. Oh. Now, on top of that, were they cold or were they warm at least? No, they, they fried them again. Well, no, but least... I mean, that's what I'm saying. Were oh, they from yeah, last no. Thursday, double fried, but then they had gotten cold again? No, they were okay. freshly fried. Okay. Just 
again. They were so burnt. It was so nasty. That is that's bad. And it was, was like the hard ones were like if you threw it at a car, it would dent the door. Yeah, dude, I could have broken the world rock skipping. <laughs> yeah, I got you. record. I like it. Um, well, now let's let's back up off of that. I mean, maybe. The hash brown was good enough for that, but you still got to have the arm to break the record. I mean, I don't okay, know if so I, I Randy, don't know if I buy into that. Randy Johnson could break the world rock skipping record with, with that, hash that. Brown. Okay, with All the right. hash brown. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, fast forward to like an hour ago. Nah, more like two hours. Eh, hour and a half ago. <laughs> very, um, very precise. Yeah. I. I. So last episode, uh, when Nate, you weren't able to join us. Correct. I let it slip that I uh, might be making a big dog decision with, you know, some some property, some yep, acreage, yep. things like that. Well. Okay. Might as well just kiss that shit goodbye. Okay, so that so the McDonald's was just the beginning. Yeah. Okay. The McDonald's was like that was the precursor. Yeah. <clears throat> that was like the 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 fucking like the black cat walking in front of you. Okay. Right before a bus comes. So what's this what's this deal with So here's the plan. The plan was the plan was to use the equity that I built up in my home, uh, borrow against that equity to buy this land, and then build on this land and then sell this house to pay off the remainder of the mortgage, right. the equity credit or the line of credit from right. equity, and then whatever's left. You would just have the more. You would have a house mortgage, basically. Yeah, whatever was left off of the sale of the home would get dumped into yeah the new home. That was the plan. <clears throat> I go to apply for a home equity or home equity line of credit. I'm just going to call HELOC for fucking yeah. purposes. Yeah. So I go to apply for a HELOC, and they're like, "All right, yeah, everything looks good. Let's get some documents in." And blah blah blah. So I go in there, <clears throat> I dig through and get all these documents together that you need. I submit them. They're like, "Okay, everything looks good." They're like, "We ordered an appraisal. It's no cost to you." I was like, "That's cool. I thought I was going to have to pay for that." Yep. Yep. Like, and then we're going to do a property assessment and yada yada. So she calls me back and she's like, hey, uh, so on the property assessment, we see that you have a mortgage with, with us. And I was like, correct. She's like, we also see that you have a uh, an additional lien on the property and the total amount of 5200 and something dollars, blah, 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 blah. And, I was, and she's like, is that correct? And I paused and I was like, I'm not aware of that. <clears throat> okay. So she's like, okay. Um, she's like, well, it's there. She's like, and this is the total of it. And I said, I, I was like, I have absolutely no knowledge of that at all. That apparently, right? Yeah. So she's like, well, here's what you can do. Blah blah blah. End up calling the uh, county clerk's office, or yeah, getting a hold of the county clerk's office. They send me the document that's responsible for the lien. <clears throat> I send it to this lady, the loan officer. And at the bank and she calls me back and here's the deal during COVID when I lost my job I signed up for a forbearance program okay through the people that have my mortgage right um, basically what happened was whatever money I didn't pay while I was in forbearance got moved to the back of my loan yeah at okay. the end of yep. it and is now showing as a lien Held by the Department of Housing and Urban Development. So it's like a second lien. <clears throat> Correct. That's to be able to access the equity of my home, I, that balance has to be showed paid in full. Okay. So some fifty two hundred bucks. Yep. And then I have to show twelve months of on time mortgage payments. 
Are you serious? Yes. So first of all, I would want to know. Well, you. So, well, you're saying it has to be after you pay that off in full. Yes. That doesn't make sense. I know because you've been paying your mortgage. Correct. So, like, if you just got a cash loan and just paid it off, <clears throat> yeah. What does it matter? Correct. However, she wouldn't have mentioned the twelve month thing because the this lien thing or whatever is from like July of twenty one. Right. Uh, so it's been, you know, well over yeah, a, year. a year. Yeah, well over a year. She would not have mentioned the twelve month thing unless it started after the balance showed zero. So the other the, the, the question I had that I hope that you got figured out too was, uh, when you pay your mortgage now, are are they gonna like just take the money and put it on the mortgage, or can you specifically? pay onto the lien only or additionally so have, that that goes away. I well, have to yeah, con- it, I have to contact the Department of Housing. Yeah, and pay it off. Okay, and so you'll be off. paying them differently it's, so it'll be two different. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, that, that's I just what, didn't want you to keep getting cucked or something and then they not put the money towards where you need to go. Yeah, but my thing is I, I think what pisses me off the most about this whole situation is they basically took out a second mortgage against your house. Yes. And they didn't really explain it that way. Exactly. Like that—that that was supposed to be a forbearance program, which, yeah. I mean, now well, I will say this. I will say this. Is there's those, uh, you know, the asterisks. But this time, on this time, there was no asterisks. They just didn't show you the asterisks. Well, no, I disagree. I was going to say just the opposite. I would be willing to bet if you went and looked in the paperwork that I'm sure you had to sign for that forbearance program. I'm sure it's in there. It's in there. But nobody's going to – like, that's one of those things that a fucking good bank person should be like, hey, just so you understand, yeah. this is what's actually happening. That that's not, not to say that you wouldn't have – you might have still done it. I probably would have still done it because you, at the time I you had needed, no job. Yeah, you, you, you didn't have a choice. But at least you know going yeah. into it, like, what you're actually fucking doing because – I say that because now – at least for me, obviously we all handle our money differently, but now I know that I have a $5,500 loan basically also hanging out there. That's something you can pay off quickly. I mean, even if you're just paying little bits at a time, like as soon as you got your job back and you know you're good, you can start making payments towards that and pay that shit yeah. off. Like, Yeah, had no no idea. Had no idea that I needed to pay this thing yeah, back. That's shitty. Well, that's two, two, years, two years roughly, right? The shitty thing is it's it's your bank that you have your mortgage with. Yeah. yeah, the fact that nobody sent, like, especially when you started paying your mortgage again. That see, that was my my thing yeah, was like, my thing was this is, um, if even even though the Department of Home blah 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 whatever is, is probably a government entity, I actually don't know. It probably is though. Right? It is. Yeah. Okay, so it's a government entity. You would think that even though it's at the end of the loan and it's going to get paid anyways through the thirty year mortgage or whatever, you would think that they would still reach out. Every month and be like, member, yeah. you know, or, you can pay this off. Or if not even at the end of every month, at least when you, like you said, when you started paying your mortgage for real, though, again, they're like, okay, here's where we stopped it. You now owe 5200 and whatever dollars. Yeah. Like, like why, how come no one reached out is my thing. Yeah, like, that's, that's shitty. Because I would have paid that shit back. I would have probably already paid it back. That's what I'm saying. You would, Yeah, you, you definitely would have already paid that back. Uh, so I mean, even if you're just taking your taxes from one year, your tax return, you could like put a pretty big dent in that. I mean, like, yeah. Here's the thing that pisses me off the most is uh, this was uh, a COVID thing. 
Right. I had no choice in the matter. Right. I had to either sign up for this forbearance program. Or lose your house. Or lose my house. Because at the time, when I first lost my job, absolutely no one had received unemployment. Right. So nobody, I, nobody knew what unemployment was going to be during COVID. Right. Ended up being pretty sweet. Right. Had I known that, I would have never signed up for the forbearance program. Right. <clears throat> Flip side, uh, signed up for a forbearance program. This is, uh, it was, and it, everybody and their mom for the entirety and probably even still today just used the term unprecedented event or whatever to right. describe COVID. And so they take this opportunity to, it's probably in their policies and procedures, anyways, if because to do some type of forbearance right. for like loss of income and shit like that. Um, you couldn't just change it a little bit when everyone was losing their fucking jobs yeah. for something that they literally can't control. Right. Yeah. You know, if you could argue with someone if they lost their job at, let's say it's a, a paper factory or a paper, like the office, like a paper right. selling place, like, well, you should have sold more paper. You would still have your job. Right. That's an argument. I literally lost my job because some fuck in China didn't lock the goddamn door on a lab. Yeah. Not yeah. my fault. Somebody decided to eat a raw bat. Yeah. That's not on us. Like, I can't, you know, so like, and then, so then you just, but then you do the forbearance, but you do it under the normal procedures that you already have, which runs a stick up their ass on the back end that we're all finding out now yeah. on live on the, live on the podcast that you, you got <laughs> fucked. <clears throat> and then even worse is I signed up for another forbearance program for my car. Okay. And it was the best forbearance program of the two that I signed up for. One is fucking me <laughs> now. The other one has never fucked me. And you know what? I'm going to give it a shout out. I know everybody hates this place with a passion, but Fifth Third Bank ran the best forbearance program of all time because my payments before COVID were $340. During the forbearance, six months forbearance, they were $0. Ever since I got back off of forbearance, it has been $340. They've not tried to up me for interest or anything. They said, okay, six months, you're clean. Here's your start back date. Fork over the money then. That's awesome. It was the most clean, cut, and dry thing. I didn't need a notary, which, by the way, I had to go find a fucking notary <laughs> for U.S. home mortgage. I'll say it. Fuck you. I had to go find a notary. Thank God Jamie worked with one, yeah. or else I'd have to pay someone some fucking $90 to do a stamp. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a tirade on that for a second. Have you all like Corey? I mean, obviously Chris has had to do it. Have you all had to find a notary anytime in the last year or two? Yeah, it sucks. That yeah, used to. But I know. Not, well, I know a few that. I don't have to really worry about it. But that you see, that's the thing though. Like you used to never anybody had to worry about that because like people at the school used to be notaries. The bank. People at the bank were notaries. Now, dude, you got like if you go into because I, I I remember I was just in there not too long ago shipping something. But like they they're like uh, FedEx employees are notaries. Like FedEx and UPS, like they the, charge like forty five fucking dollars to notarize that, something. Man. Dude, yeah. like suck a donkey dick, man, for a fucking signature and a stamp. For a stamp that says, "Oh, you can trust me." Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, I'm good for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking stamp, yeah. dude. You could fuck. I guarantee you, if you got on the internet right now, you could find a notary stamp that's like completely illegal to use. Yeah. But who's going to know any different? Yeah. Well, the notary people because they have to like they have to like pay their dues every year or something like that. No, well, I guess that's. But I, yeah, but I, the notary people would. But I'm saying is your bank wouldn't. 
That's true. They're not going to run that dude's number and be like, oh, is he a current notary? It's just going to be notarized and be like, okay, it's good. That's like, true. I just keep going back to the fact that, so it's, it's I just, I get super bummed out. Uh, I'm just like super bummed out. Because right. Well, you are pumped about that land, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because one, one, it's like, it's literally something that's two years old coming to fuck me. Yeah. And two, it's fucking COVID that's fucking me. Yeah. Which we all thought, like. We were done getting fucked. We all thought we were done getting fucked by yeah. it. And here it comes one more time, or at least one more time. It's probably going to fuck <laughs> me again somehow. I told Jamie, too. I was like, I was like, I was like, I guarantee you next week. Someone's going to call me and say, hey, your car's being repoed because the common cold <laughs> fucked you over. <laughs> but anyway. Thanks, Sam. But anyway, so like, yeah, COVID fucking me over again. And then I was like, I was ready. Yeah, you I was I've ready been, to make. You've been talking about it for two weeks. It takes me so long to get mentally prepared to make a huge decision like this. Like, because yeah, I you have that to, red rocket showing me everything. Yeah, because I have to know everything. Before I make a decision, and I had done the research, I had asked the right people. I'd done it. I was ready to start moving. I had a plan. It was a plan that was, was a good plan. You and I talked about it. actually going to benefit me. Yeah, which does not happen <laughs> yeah. when it comes to like financials and stuff. Yeah, I was actually going to come out a winner for one fucking time. Yeah, I was going to win, and no, then just, no says I, and then fucking COVID. Yeah, that's frustrating. I can see why you're frustrated now. That, mm. Yeah. Thanks, was, China and Trump. I was gonna win. Like Well, the the religious side of me just says, Hey man, everything happens for a reason. So maybe there's gonna be Oh no, no, we're not doing that. There, uh, I, I can't. You're first of all, you're not here to stop me. <laughs> uh second of all, I just did it. it. It's already been done. So yeah, but what 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 happens in a year if you end up paying less money for more land in a place you wanted more? I can be like, see. Yeah, but what if that land? I'm just saying, like we walked out to go look at that land, and me and Corey talked about it last week. The first thing we saw was a fucking Titleist Pro V One X on the property. That you know what that means? You have a neighbor somewhere that would be hitting balls through your windows. No, yeah, it was a sign. Mm, yeah, it was. I like how you were mysticism just a second ago, and now all of a sudden you're practical. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that religion and science can't work together? Is that, you're tra- is that the argument you're trying to make? That's completely not true, but... I'm just saying. Earlier you were like, everything happens for a reason, my child. And now you're like, well, logically, <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone took it off the low side of their face of their club, and it had a short speak, trajectory. Speaking of... Uh, obviously, you all know I played. Uh, uh, I went to play golf today. Uh, your boy could not hit the ball today. Uh-oh. I mean, like I had, I got. Obviously, we all know this is a real thing, but I had a case of the shanks. I mean, Uh-oh. bad dude. I hit uh, first tee box. There's a big tree in the middle of the fairway, kind of like where we at? Uh, at Juniper Hills in Frankfurt. There's a big tree in the middle of the fairway, but it's it's like number six or whatever on view where that tree is. Yes, uh, a little bit bigger tree, a little bit closer, but uh, but easy to miss though. Also, you know what I mean if that makes sense. Like it's in the middle, but you can get around it fairly easily, and it's close enough to you where your drive should naturally go over it. First tee box hit the tree. <laughs> it, it thankfully hit the branch and like skipped under. So I mean, it obviously didn't go near as far as it would have, but it went like at least 
into the fairway yeah. and out. Uh, second tee box, I went. Uh, I hit the first ball approximately five yards. Yeah, it didn't even leave the tee box. It was that good. Then the second one, second one I hit, I crushed it. But it went down the. Tr- there's a there's houses on the other side of, the, of a fence right there. The only thing I could figure is I hit another tree because it my ball was in the fairway. Hundred <laughs> percent should not have been. So that was my second shot on that one. Got to the third tee box. Uh, that was a par three. I actually hit a beautiful shot on that one, and it ended up being like five yards short of the green. I th- dude, I thought it, I like stuck it like <laughs> on the pin. Uh, and then the next tee box, same thing. I so I hit my drive. There was a tree to the right of the tee box, not even really in play. Shouldn't have been dead center of it. My ball actually went twenty yards behind me <laughs> off the tee box. <laughs> hit hit a second ball. It went three yards in front of me. Like, dude, I and I was playing with a buddy of mine that I haven't played with in a while, and he was like, I mean, he knows I'm a decent golfer, and he was like, dude, what is going on with you right now? Like, I don't know, man. It was a struggle today. Did you start doing it? I need new fucking clubs. No. I finally just – I just slowed down and started swinging smooth, and so I was trying to crush the ball for some oh, reason, yeah. but it was not working. I can tell you that. That reminds me, uh, uh, I'm playing in my work golf scramble. Trying to talk, uh, trying to talk the big dog that makes the final decision into going to the Wildcat course at University Club. Hell yeah, I, like, I hate that place, but I like that yeah. club. I like that course. Well, I just I've I remember we talked about it when, the, when this happened last year, but I lost like fourteen balls in eighteen holes of golf in the fairway. They weren't that, like not bad shots, just oh, in yeah. the fairway. Lost them. I was like, you know what? I don't like this place. Anymore. Last time I played there, last time I played there, it was it, the mo the mo job was really good. The tee boxes were pristine. Yeah. Uh, the, the course was – I mean, the course was in good shape when I played it, and everything was mowed well, but they, like – where they had mowed everything, and they let it get a little bit long, so then, like, there's just dead grassland. You know what I mean? It's oh, so, like your ball is just – yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't find them. Yeah. But all likelihood – because at one point we talked about doing Kearney Hill, and I don't think it's going to happen because their weekend fees for 18 are, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Kearney's at one of those uh, I think we've talked about There's like five courses in Lexington but That are city owned courses Kearney's one of them So like they do a military discount It's like It's $13 Yeah I was gonna say It's cheap as shit to play 18 holes I don't know why You're not playing there all the time I, Dude I tell myself that all the time After I don't go there If that makes like sense five minutes Yeah I'll go to Longview And I'm like Then we pay $33 out yeah. there Whatever it is And I'm like Dude I could play Kearney for $14 yeah. Like what am I doing it's, And it's uh, probably closer than Longview Honestly It's about the it, same It is closer <clears throat> Yeah as Corey would say, as the crow flies. <laughs> as the... Which is different than when the robin flies. True. Or as the pterodactyl flies. And it's different than the one that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Correct. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I also uh, I also took another L last night. Oh. And conceded and bought a new golf glove. Glove. You were really fighting that this weekend. Yep. It, Did one, you get the same one? I got the same one for the same price, so I'm not too mad about it. How much did you really say you paid for that? Trick on you. <clears throat> the retail price is like 13 bucks after okay, taxes and shipping and shit. It's like seven, seven, cost of 20, 23, something like that. That's still normal though. Yeah. If you buy a glove at a pro shop, it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the thing is, piss me off though is like they only do express shipping. Like they don't have like I hate that. That's bullshit. Isn't yeah, it? Like, dude, I don't care if it comes next week. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, yeah, I don't give a shit. I got a question, real quick. Is is the shipping the same no matter what you buy or how much you buy? 
at this website it is, yeah. Well, what I'm getting at is I assume you're going to wear that glove until you're like 90, so why don't you get like four or five while you're at it? Because I didn't have that much money. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm working on a budget here. <laughs> money bags over here. It's like, you get a golf glove, you get a golf glove. If, 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 the, if the shipping's that much, maybe they'll like just grab a couple. No, I'm with you. I would have done the same thing. But I, but I know what you're saying, though. I do hate that. Like, when you go to, like, you shop at certain shops and they're like, it's only express shipping for $13.99. It's like, yeah. motherfucker. Give me free shipping or give me four ninety nine shipping. Like I don't care. When I was looking for yeah. that, when I was looking for that glove, though, I was on some other websites. And uh, which, by the way, uh, golf apparel companies need to calm the fuck down on shorts. Uh, How so? A price or? Yeah, oh, dude, it, it's it does insane. not cost that much to make a no. pair of shorts. They also just need to like. I, so the same thing you did when you got this glove. Like I did the same thing last summer when I was at the border. I was trying to find like just a different. Something funny, golf yeah, kind of glove. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of them out there, but they suck for the most part. You should you know look I mean? this, this Uther Uther something Uther. We'll talk about it. Yeah, supply check them out. Because uh, they got one glove that looks like that. It's like that sea foam and purple, like the old styrofoam cups. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that printed on. That'd the be back. pretty sweet. It's pretty sick. Yeah. They so the company that made my ski suit, my crazy one, they have one of those too. I kind of wanted to get it. That's the one I was like, Ooh, but it's white. I feel like wearing white when you're skiing is probably not great. Especially after Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. And you know what? All of ski seasons after Labor Day, son. That's just bad news. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> that ain't even right. <laughs> that was good, Corey. You go ahead and write me down for a fucking homer on that one. Home run. Holy shit, that was good. <laughs> Um. Anyways, golf shorts. Calm down on the price. They did have Dude. some sales. They were like, they had some that were like twenty three bucks. So, 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 but I almost pulled the trigger on, and I'm going to do it one day because this is twice now. I almost pulled a trigger, pulled the trigger on a pair of like perfect credit score white shorts. Like so white that they're allowed in every place. Like, See, but I would be, af- be afraid of farting. Yes. Yeah, I, I would just be afraid to wear those on the golf course because they'll get nasty. I know, but they're so well. Cool. But not to mention, like the just sitting in the damn golf cart. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you can only wear them once, and they're going to be dirty. Seen them? I I, I'm actually against it. And if, against and then it. if you like actually like get sun. On your body, like suntan, wearing ghost white. Well, no, that's gonna look good, obviously. Yeah, that's why. But you got to go with the white shirt. White shorts and shirt? No, not not shorts and shirt, just shirt. Oh, I have for the for the tan. I have a I have a really nice white golf shirt. It's like an Oakley shirt. Uh huh. Uh, that I got secondhand somewhere. You talking about that? Like, is it like teal or something? No, it's white. He literally just said it was white. White. Oh, sorry, my bad. And uh, the only thing that sucks about it, it is, it is just, just too small to like where I wouldn't wear yeah. it out to dinner. Yeah, I would definitely wear it golfing. Yeah, and it's just thin enough to where I have like, like really pronounced nipples that you can see. It. I like it. I like it, dude. Sometimes you gotta show the girls off. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll definitely wear it golfing because I don't. You know, I'm not out there to. You know. Yeah. 
Nobody cares. I'm out there. To, I'm out there to be serious. And play a goddamn. Game. Honestly, if if you if you wear a nipple shirt out there and we start drinking, somebody's gonna start looking at him. <laughs> we're gonna be honest. <laughs> Give me about six beers in and be like, Chris. But like, you guys know how my nipples are, right? Like they're just always out and yeah, hanging out and shit like that. Like this shirt, like it just it just emphasizes them. I can see that. So like, I probably wouldn't wear it to like my work golf scramble. Yeah, but, like you know. Dude, I got a hand got me a golf shirt for Christmas that's like very like I don't know what brand it is, what company it is, but it is super fucking comfortable. It's like that weird I don't know how to describe it, like the material, but it is super soft. Like oh, like uh like yeah, like the, the air uh whatever yeah sweat wicking material. Well it's no, it's not like cause like I don't like that kind of stuff, like the dry fit shit. Oh really? Yeah. Well I mean it's not that I don't like it, but like it, it to me it makes you like it when you sweat it just stinks really quick. Yep. Like very fast. It does. This isn't like it's a super soft shirt, but it's not like it's not like that kind of material. It's softer than that, if that huh. makes sense. Okay. It's almost like a mix between like that and t shirt material. Maybe like polyester, maybe? Kinda, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look off. You think satin would be a bad thing to wear? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just show, yeah, I think that'd be just terrible. show up with a nice lace camisole. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, though, if you're playing golf <laughs> and something like <laughs> if you wear something like that playing golf, your dick is going to be hard a lot. If we're being real, <laughs> like <laughs> that thing's just br- that's just br- brushing up against you the whole time. Like fuck, you got. I mean, every time you walk to the tee box, you're just going to be standing there hitting your shot with a yeah. fucking raging boner. That's eventually gonna be making that fucking noise every time you step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I, I I don't need to buy a new golf shirt. I have, I have plenty. Actually, if I can, if I I need to go back and check my plug at that Goodwill over in Georgetown. That's where I got those. Oh, not your awesome. butt plug. Okay. No, 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 not that one. It stays in. Okay, uh, <laughs> that stays in. <laughs> the, I went over to the Goodwill and batter's good. Yeah, I went over and uh, to the Goodwill in Georgetown and brought a haul. Home. Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. when you did that. And I need to go check that shit again. Whoever's donating over there, keep it up. Yeah. Because we wear the same size shirt. <laughs> so. Keep bringing them in. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, I guess we can switch over. I'm done bitching. Are you sure? I'll bitch later. Uh, Corey, you know, obviously, I, I don't even know how much we really need to talk about it, but after, after Sunday's uh, debacle... Chris and Robin and I ordered Bojangles, and boy, oh, boy, what a decision that was. <laughs> we we ordered, we, so Rob was paying because he was staying at the house, and so we got some uh, some family size sides. We Let's got go. we got twenty five tenders, and that's it, right? Well, when they brought it to us, we're we're not sure exactly what happened, but just based on the size of the boxes. That the the chicken came in, we're fairly certain they gave us two twenty five tenders. It was a lot, okay. and I'm not going to lie to you, uh, Chris. Chris ended up going home. Me and Rob stayed up until about three in the morning playing uh, NBA two K. Did you? Yeah, and uh, there at the very end, between like two and three, uh, I, I I said something just trying to be funny. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, I mean, ESPN's the most sports watch network in the world. <laughs> and Rob took severe offense to that. Oh. And started talking about some the Sky Network. 
I've heard of Sky Network. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that's what. Apparently that's what all the soccer games come on around the world. Yeah. Oh, but I was okay. like, get the fuck out of here, Rob! Are you really trying to tell me that that network's bigger than ESPN? He was like, yeah. And you know how obviously I get when I argue, but he's just as bad as I am. So that went on for a while. But anyway, when I I cleaned up the kitchen before I went to bed at like two forty five, and I put all the chicken tenders that were left in a Ziploc bag. There were two. Two tenders left. Two. Holy Dude, shit! I ate so many chicken tenders Sunday night. What about all the sides and biscuits and shit? Oh, uh, just clear all that. So, too? so here's a bit of controversy. If you bought uh, twenty five tenders, do you think that should come with biscuits? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah, yeah. We didn't order any like side biscuits, like a, a thing of biscuits, and they didn't give us any. So we were we were all a little pissed about that because both yeah, of those biscuits. Like KFC, even when you were like family stuff, like KFC would just throw in like yeah. biscuits because like, they're assuming you're doing it for a family. Or, or at least a box of biscuits, you know, like yeah. you don't lose any yeah. money on that. Like yeah, but yeah, so we didn't have any biscuits, but the sides were gone pretty much when we went through the first round when me and Chris and Rob all three ate. They were pretty yeah. much gone then, but the chicken tenders, man, I just kept going back to the stove and eating one. And then at one point, I think it was like one o'clock, I just had a whole other meal. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a little bit of green beans left and a little bit of mashed potatoes. I threw them on the plate, uh, and then dude, like Bojangles slaps for me so oh, bad. Dude. And like to me, like I like their green beans and stuff, but like their dirty rice is it's it yeah. is my favorite. And their mac and cheese slaps too. Yep. Right? Yeah. We got the mac and cheese. Uh, didn't get the dirty rice. We talked about it. We were just trying not to have nothing but carbs. Yeah, we had mac and cheese, well, green yeah. beans, and I mean, yeah. potatoes. I understand. Yeah, mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I will say. I, so I've always, I've always loved Bojangles chicken, but I was always a bone-in chicken kind of guy from there, and I'd there never, I'd never had their tenders. I, dude, I may be a, a convert, man. Those tenders were fire. Yeah, and the the thing that's like not changed with them like it is with KSC, and I hate to say it, but with raising canes, is Bojangles has never changed. Like their size has never really changed. It's always been consistently one size, like of a tender. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. I just love the uh, whatever. Like they they're probably like buttermilk soaked. You know whatever whatever they put in the buttermilk. Oh, oh the, yeah. so good. The spot, like yeah, that spicy we were talking about, and all the spice yeah. in it and shit like that. Well, and you can see it. We were talking about that. We had actually a pretty long discussion about this that night. But <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> like you can see when you take a bite, like that they clearly marinate or like you know soak the chicken in something and then bread it and then spice yeah. it again. Like yeah, yeah. it's definitely buttermilk because that's like that's like yeah the box standard for yeah. chicken because it just loosens or tenderizes it but, but they so, definitely put like red hot or we were yeah, trying to decide what so was, it's so good i will say this real quick hot take i think bojangles breakfast is up there let's put it that way it's up there and for sure. i know we've already had i know we already have a you know our our uh, tournament this year and we can't make a tournament big enough i don't think for breakfast Probably but i want to have a conversation about breakfast period because I think I think Bojangles is top three. Should we, we, after, we after the tournament? You want to do like a quick elite eight? We could. Or I was going to say the next time we could do another fast food tournament and then do categories like dessert, breakfast. Uh, well, but see, uh, I, think, I even think the bowl rounds by themselves are on a different level than like some of the Bojangles uh, sandwiches too. Yeah. I don't know. We can work on it. We do maybe we, maybe we do like a like a, a one episode final four. Yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, 
Top so, five. Could yeah. be fab five. We Before just... we get into like uh, like bracket stuff or whatever, college basketball, uh, I do have one piece of NFL news. Your Indianapolis Colts signed Isaiah McKenzie. Yep. Saw that. They are signing Isaiah McKenzie. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. Are you? Yeah. Uh, are you excited about Gardner Minshew being your starting quarterback? <laughs> I'm excited about that for you. Uh, actually, what's his name? Mel Kuyper just released his latest mock draft, and it has Colts uh, taking Will. Levis. I really think that's going to happen. I really do, but we'll see. I mean, it's just a good fit. I'll tell you what. Of all the news that I've seen coming across the board for like offseason stuff, uh, Detroit is having a hell of an offseason. Yeah, I saw that the other day, too. Yeah, really yeah but you see that shit with Jamal Williams? I did. So like they got they got Devin uh not Devin shit David Montgomery, which in you know in conference or in division was wild, but then apparently Jamal Williams just got shat on, which he quietly saved their well, I say saved their season last year, but he, like, he was better than DeAndre Swift, who is not as good as we all think he is, and then they just like offered him like six bucks and a diet coke, yeah, and he was like no. <laughs> did you see? Did you see his? Uh, so he he's with the Saints. Jamal Williams is. Uh, he's start running back next year. Yeah. Did you see his first press conference with the Saints? No, I did not see that. So you know he's 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 a different dude, right? Like yeah. His first press conference with the Saints. At one point, he was wearing like a toboggan that was of a it was a, a Pokemon, and he was explaining what the Pokemon is to the reporters. Like, it was so fucking funny. He's hilarious. Like, he is one of the funniest. Like, remember his uh, end of, what was it the end of their season? They interviewed him after the game, and he, like, he was kind of, like, getting cut up and crying because he had a really good game and stuff, you know? Yeah. And then he immediately went into, like, war mode, was like, and everybody been sleeping on us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he was also Dan Campbell's, like, hype guy. Like it was him that was making all those quotes and stuff. Yeah, which that surprised. That must have been not a Dan Campbell move. That must have been a somebody else move. Yeah, it might have been front office move, but but he'll he'll be the starter at the Saints. Yeah, unless they sure. draft somebody because uh, this year Alvin Kamara is either going to get go to jail or be suspended. Like, well, he's going to be suspended, but yeah. Uh, also, uh, hot news that I haven't heard anything since is uh, looks like Arizona is looking to deal DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, um, I accidentally heard somebody fucking trying talking and just pissed me off. Where the Patriots have enough cap room to and draft picks to take Lamar Jackson and DeAndre Hopkins, and I just shut off social media because I was so <laughs> mad. Well, there was an article posted. Today, I believe, uh, from uh, – I don't know who it was, beat writer. But uh, <clears throat> he basically wrote an article of why it for it for why it is a good and a bad idea for the Colts to go after Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> I think it's more bad than good, but uh, – I think after the – I think they, after the Minshew – The history uh, of – with the history of our quarterbacks over the last two years, two or three years – I don't care. Lamar Jackson is far and away better than everyone we've had at quarterback. Oh, I mean, that's for sure. Since Luck, period. Since yeah. Andrew Luck. Yeah. So, the bad parts, whatever. I'll take it for all of the good. And then, yeah. But, and then, so, I, I would actually kind of like that. Because if you get 
Lamar. Do you like that? Do you like that? You get Lamar, then you draft a quarterback, and then like you have Lamar for whatever long the contract is. All the while, this youngsters learning and getting yeah. good at the game instead of just throwing a kid out there to the wolves. Yeah, you know. I just had that conversation with somebody uh, this past week. There was a Colts fan, um, and I didn't realize it, but talking about that exact same situation, man. Like I don't, I don't understand in the NFL. This is not just a you know, this is not a Colts thing. It's just an NFL thing. But like it, it is no longer like normal for teams to take a rookie and then let them sit the bench for two years and figure out how to play the position. They want them to immediately impact the team. And I just think that sets somebody up for failure, man. Like and this, yep. this this guy I was talking about actually took the exact opposite opinion of, of that and said, "No, I like it." Like, you know, it, it forces them to figure it out, and you, you find out faster if they've got it or not. And I'm they like, don't. "Not really, though, man." And especially if you don't do them the fucking courtesy of putting an offensive line in front of them. Like, yeah. what are you what are you teaching them? What are they learning about snapping the ball and getting sacked 88 times in a season? Like, yeah. we were literally like, we were. A year and some change ago, probably two years ago, we were all ready to write off Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Because he didn't have the support. Yeah. Then he we did got, it with Tua, too. Yeah, we did it with Tua yep. as well, yeah. And then they got the support that they need and some experience. And a look. And then Jalen Hurts huh. went to the Super Bowl, and if Tua hadn't just gone into a meat grinder, he would have <laughs> been, you know, they would have had a good, good chance. Run, they would least, have had yeah. a good chance, you know. That team was actually when Tua was healthy at the beginning oh, of the good. season, they were very good. Yeah, uh, it's just you know. Yeah, before his his concussion gauntlet that he went through, they were looking like a a, a definite playoff team, yeah. probably a, a hard team to beat in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, him having his concussion though, his concussions have a dynasty now. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's I mean that's that's proof that's proof and the pudding. Yeah. Of that you can't just just because some kid threw for twenty thousand yards at USC doesn't mean that he's gonna come in on and immediately. Yeah, he's not gonna good. he's not gonna walk into the Browns facility and fucking win games. And the thing is too, like you know, part of that argument as well, and you mentioned Will Levis, you know, I, I think when you look at a quarterback like Will Levis, he has an advantage in coming to the pros because of the system he was playing in. He's playing in a very pro style system and and even with somebody like that, there is still a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. And and it, but but having said that, like the learning curve is not learning the you know the 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 playbook and the system. You have a pretty good idea of that if you've been playing in it. And there's still a shit ton to learn. So like when you got to do all when you got to learn all of that as a rookie. Oh, and hey, by the way, we want you to be winning games and you know throwing for 300 yards and four touchdowns a game. Like, yeah, look- get the fuck out of here. Like. That's just unrealistic. It's just speak. I mean, we we've done this conversation so many times, and but but it just you know it's the same it's the same conversation that like apparently people that make seven figures don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the things that a, a young quarterback or any rookie player has to learn in the NFL is just the speed of the game. Yeah, like everything. Everybody is faster. Everybody is bigger, and everybody is stronger. Like yeah, they are. Yeah, they're all. From that documentary, yeah, bigger, faster, stronger. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're all so, they're, so they are all doing steroids. They're all on <laughs> they're steroids. All fucking meatheads. Yeah. Uh, but, but but that's true though. Like, and you can't really. That just takes time to learn that. You know, to to adjust to that. There, there's no like, 
blanket, oh, well, this takes eight weeks, and then you have it figured out. Like It may yeah. take one guy four weeks, and it may take one, two years. Yeah, like, dude, it's a system shock when like you play – like let's say you play your football in the ACC, and all you hear about <laughs> on the media – is all oh, SEC speed, you know SEC yeah. speed. Then you get to the league, and there's dudes from there's dudes from Eastern Michigan that have SEC speed. Yeah. So like, yeah, everybody's well, got it in, in spades. Well, I mean, look at the the freaking dude that uh, that ran the crazy forty at the combine. The def- defensive end ran a four three forty or whatever it was. Yeah. That's a defensive end. That's yeah. a dude that's coming to eat your fucking lunch if you're the quarterback. Like. At, it's like six foot four, three hundred pounds, and he's yeah, running at yeah. six two three. Yeah, like dude, that that is dumb. Or four two three, yeah. sorry. And then Anthony Richardson's able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> and never mind, I about said something would have been funny, but don't say it. Probably not appropriate. Uh, yeah, I still think, and I'm, I'll sit on this take. Anthony Richardson should be number one overall because, and people think you know it's the X factor. I want a quarterback that can that can jump. Okay. Because everybody knows that a perfectly thrown pass is done with both feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. If you've watched any football, I mean, you're not you can't even consider yourself a football guy if you don't know that a quarterback's jumping ability is critical for them to stand in the pocket and throw. That's fair. Yeah. Um. College basketball. Let me ask you guys a question about college basketball. All right, send it. Is the shape is the shape and color of a standard issue NCAA basketball? Is it an allegory for pain and suffering? Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Next question. That's all I got. Yeah. I just you know. So UK obviously took the L against Kansas State. Uh, I will say this silver lining, and it's a it is a poor man's silver lining. Okay. Uh, at least Kansas State was a three seed. Yeah, I kind of had that thought myself. I mean, uh, that is a, that is a poor man's silver lining. Yeah, I mean, well, at this point, here's here's where I'm at with this. When the tournament started, if you'd have told me they were going to lose in the first round, I would not have been shocked. If you told me they made it to the Sweet Sixteen, not have been shocked. Having said that, that was a very, very, very winnable game. It was a game that we were up six points with four minutes left, three minutes left, a game we should have won. And on top of that, the bracket opened up a shit ton this weekend. We had a shot to go to a Final Four pretty easily, I would argue. Uh, or not, maybe not easily, but I mean, team, you know, we're going to play Michigan State. We should have we should have beat earlier in the season. That That's a game that you can win. But – it is what it is. And I mean, you, you it, meet it, up with who? Like San Diego State, probably. Uh, fuck, I'd have to look. I don't even remember now. I think they're in the bracket. Yeah. No, Tennessee is actually. Oh, yeah, it would probably be end up being Tennessee. probably Tennessee. Who we uh, we are we, their daddy, right? But now. we've beat them twice. Beating a team three times is tough. So we've beaten them twice. Yeah, that's true. But um, uh, at the end of the day, with, with not not preseason. Obviously, preseason we thought we were going to have a, a squad and we were going to be a Final Four team, but. After after the shit we went through in January, February, coming into this tournament, we finished about where I thought we would. It's not surprising. I mean, again, game we should have won, could have won. Uh, you know, Antonio Reeves is catching a lot of heat for this game. I get it, uh, but sometimes shots just don't fall, man. And and that's uh, well, I'll come back to that. And on the other side of the coin, the kid from Kansas State 
in the last minute and a half did just not miss. He, he didn't miss. I mean, yeah. and 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 there's so there's two things I'll say about that. The, the kid from Kansas State, we just never did start playing defense on him. He all he did was shoot step back jumpers, and they just let him be step back threes at the end of the game to win it. You got to you got to defend that. Like, yeah. you got to put somebody longer on him. Honestly, Damian Collins is who should have been guarding him. He's quick enough and he's got long enough reach. He could like. Because because if that guy if that guy fakes a three and goes around him and gets two, we win that game. Yeah, they had to make three threes and they and he did it. Um, and if he shoots that shot, he's not getting all three of those over Damian Collins. This is not happening. But the other thing I would argue is that with with Antonio Reeves, and I know with CJ and Antonio, we've had shooters all season, but there's been times when I mean, even on this show, we've complained about their ability to hit shots. But I would counter that with how many times this season have we watched Cal run a play for a shooter? And then how many times in his career has Cal run a play for a shooter? He doesn't do it. So it's kind of unfair to put all the blame on the players um, and not on coaching because at the end of the day, I think it comes down 100% to coaching. Yeah, you got to – you, you well, you got to lay blame on the coach, right? Because, like, you know, they did they, – they, yes, we missed open shots. You know, yeah. We missed a lot of open shots. A lot. Uh, but at the same time, it's like <clears throat> we had uh, – you got to be able to play through that because you know you as a coach you have to understand that you're at the college level. These guys aren't you know they don't they're not pros because the pros don't miss those. Shots. Yeah, they don't miss. And so you got to be able to play around that stuff. And with the with the K State guy getting hot towards the end, that should have been on film that that's probably his favorite shot set is yep. the step back. So why weren't you know once you saw that he started because he that K State was. Ice fucking cold for about 35 minutes of this game. Yeah, I mean, ice cold. And, and that, that's another thing that was really annoying is that, you know, they played – honestly, we, we they played as bad as they were, and we were losing in halftime. Yeah. I mean, they. I think they only made like six shots in the first half, and we were still losing. Yeah, they were – They didn't make a three either. They did not. Yeah, they, they did not. They were so fucking cold. So once you saw that guy start to hit that step back – you need to start playing. You should have already had a plan for that, anyways, because it should have showed up on film. It was clear that that's his oh. that's his favorite shot type. Even when he was missing them, that's what he was shooting. Yeah. So you should have already had a plan for that. Once you saw that he was cold, you could back off and do some other things. But yep. as soon as he started hitting it, that's when you should have put that plan in and, and been able to defend it. And, and I don't care. I mean, I said Damian Collins should be guarding him, but I don't care if your plan is to double team him, because again, if they kick that ball inside and get two, we win the game. Yeah. Like it, it's it, oh, it's so frustrating the the uh, the inadequate coaching is what pisses me off the most. We've talked about it all season, but I, I'll, I'm going to say this on here because I I text you all this after the game. But it, but it's a legit question for you all, and I would honestly I would be curious to see what the listeners think about this too at some point. But like, if Coach Cal had the performance over the last three years that he just had at any other school, he would be fired. If any other coach had that performance at Kentucky, they would be fired. I don't know if you all know this or not, but if you look over the last three seasons, his winning percentage is 59 – or sorry, 58%. Billy G in his three years at Kentucky, 59%. Ooh, Billy G – last three was more too. Billy G had a better three-year span, and his shitty three-year span that we ran him out of town, he was had a better win percentage than Coach Cal right now. So it's, it's, it's an absurd argument, and it's – it is a moot point because we are not going to fire him. We can't afford to. I understand that. But if he was anybody else at any other school, he would no longer have a job. Correct. So, so it's, it's not even – to me, it's not even an argument. 
it, it's it's hundred percent Cali. And what I really hate is now everybody's saying can't wait for next year. Next year's squad is going to be dope. Blah 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 blah. Okay, cool, whatever. First of all, I would argue that that's definitely not guaranteed. We're going to have great players. I won't even kind of argue that. But given the way Cal's coached the last four teams, why do you think all of a sudden this one's going to be any better? A and the only reason this one has any shot of being good at all is because it's the kind of players that he wants, which are athletic, lengthy players who are quick. But he's just going to play. He's going to play three bigs and two guards, which is the most antiquated offense on the planet. And he's just going to hope that they can out physical and outplay everybody. Yep. And that's not coaching, by the way. That is street basketball, and it's a, it's a prayer. I think the transfer portal. So, like transfer portal, we thought you know was going to be a big benefit for Kentucky because of Cal's draw and and Kentucky's draw. Right. It's actually been uh, the opposite. Not for the fact that we can't get players, other than the fact that. Well, actually, real quick. Uh, Tenfold hat take. Uh, congrats, CJ Frederick, on completing your mission from the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't think he'll play here next year either. By yeah. the way, uh, I don't know who his. All back to Iowa. I don't know who his handler was at the Big Ten. But, it worked, uh, but it worked. But anyways, back to where I was at. Um, transfer portals, I think, has had the complete opposite effect in that everyone else is also getting these guys that are at at mid majors yep. that do well and then tra- uh, transfer up, and then the. Because I I didn't recognize it when I was young. I was young and starry-eyed and could be taken advantage of. But uh, Cal's teams, when he first got to Kentucky, were just more athletic than everyone. Yeah, 100%. John Wall was just better. I mean, look at him. He, he, was, he was an NBA all-star. Basketball like, has changed in – a few years though. Well, where, where I was get where I was getting at is is we had that we had that luxury with like Wall and Cat and Anthony Davis and guys like that and and I'll even say both the the, the Harrison uh, twins Harrison twins they were just athletically better to where you didn't necessarily need I mean you could do a ball screen yeah but off the ball screen it was all just kind of because they play isolation they isolation they beat their man off the dribble yeah. and that's the offense and that's, that's what I'm saying offense, though yeah. but that's not an offense no. that's that, that's that's an ball. offense that we run. Yeah, exactly. It's street ball. Pavilion. <laughs> so, I have four takeaways from this game. Okay. This is coming from the guy that doesn't know ball. I don't know ball. Corey, real quick. You don't know ball. Not, I know. It's you don't know all about ball. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say shout out to Keontae Johnson yeah. on Kansas State. Do we remember who that is? Yeah, the kid from Florida that collapsed. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people yeah. didn't remember that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, second takeaway, there was only 12 people that scored in this game and only two bench players from each team, seven from Kansas City and five from Kentucky. That's wild. That is wild. That is wild. There was no help from anybody. Um, third thing is, for me, Kansas State, I've actually seen like five or six of their games this year. It did not surprise me at all that they beat us. I was actually for there for a while. I was kind of jacked that we were staying in and we made those couple runs and stuff. Uh, uh, I but, mean, I don't think Kansas State was that good of a team. If we're gonna be completely honest, like I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They won the game, but I think I, I think mean, they were a better team. But b- both teams shot twenty percent from the field. I mean, that's just a. That's a shit game. It was a really bad. And I'll game. say this to uh, Marquis Noel, who was the guy. Yeah, he played his. Uh, it just that was the greatest game of his career. He might come out next week and have two points and three oh, assists. One hundred percent. 
But that was he. He got up for this game more than anybody else in that arena, and he made it known. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one one other point too to kind of go with yours, Corey. Us, uh, I can't remember Tucker. Maybe Kyle Tucker said this uh, in an article after the game, but um, he brought up the point that you were talking about the transfer portal, Chris. That you know Kentucky's main offense depended on a transfer from Rhode Island and a transfer from Illinois State at the University of Kentucky. Like now, I don't have any complaints to do one of those players. I think those are two great players. I think you know Antonio Reeves is what he is. Jacob Toppin still has. I I, I still think he's going to be an NBA player, uh, just because of the way he plays, his physicality. He can jump out of the gym. But at the end of the day, it's a guy from Rhode Island and a guy from Illinois State. And the guy from Rhode Island had two points. Yeah. And the guy from Illinois State didn't have that many more. I mean, he he came into that game averaging nineteen point something points a game. He had like seven points. So I mean, you know, but oh, it and is. Then, and then real quick too, the uh, uh, is was Ishmael Massal that big like goofy like white dude that hit that three like in the last two minutes or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a game changer. He only took two shots, and he was just like there. Yeah. To me, he was like a he was like where. But, like, he was just in there, like, kind of filling a spot. And then he just made that shot out of nowhere. And I was like, well, that's, that is the ball game. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think at the end of the day, what bothers me the most, uh, and, and, and I'm curious to see if you all feel this way also, but obviously you all know I'm a super avid Kentucky fan, especially Kentucky basketball. You guys are too. I mean, even though you don't – maybe you see, you always say you don't know ball, Corey, but obviously you're a huge fan. I would be pissed over this game normally. Like, just irate. And after this season, the way it went and everything, I just didn't care Sunday. Like, I truly – I was over it in, like, 20 minutes. And that's what bothers me the most, is that I was able to just not care. I was actually relieved that we that we beat Providence. I, I was, too. So, so that's, that's another thing. That's another thing that I think is getting very, very overlooked. If you look at – and I th- this, is, this goes to the coaching that I was talking about again. If you look at the last three tournament games we played in, so the Kansas State game, the Providence game – and the St. Peter's game from last year, we were up six or more points with under three minutes left to go and lost all but one of those. In the Providence game, the only reason we didn't lose it is because they could not score. Providence could not put the ball in the basket. Had they been able to put up four points, they would have beat us, and we would have squandered another eight-point lead in that game. Like, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't. I don't think Cal can coach us as he knows anyway. But I don't know what it is with him and just giving up six points. It's because he plays that fucking. We talk about this all the time, but play not to lose mentality under four minutes. It's like, dude, you, especially when you play an offense like he does, where you you're going to score fewer points anyhow, and you don't have a guy that you you can't just go put up ten points in in two minutes. You can't do that, man, you, because it, it, for the exact reason of what happened, that kid all of a sudden started making shots, all of a sudden got hot. Where's your offense? You don't have it. Like, it, oh, it makes me so – it's so frustrating that, that, that we've lost two games and should have lost a third in the NCAA tournament. And in three years, we've won one NCAA tournament game. Yeah. And somehow everybody's okay with it, and we're just excited for next year. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Sorry, I just got mad all over again. I actually, I do care about it. It pisses me off. <laughs> we're Kentucky. Like, this is not a, this is not a school that we're supposed to just accept. That it's not even mediocrity, dude. It's that's what I think. That's what bothers me the most is it's not average. It's not mediocrity. It's fucking trash. Yeah. It's being worse than average, and it, 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 we're just cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 
I don't know, man. Sorry, I, I just I, I talked myself into a rant there. That's I right. didn't mean to do that, but fuck it happened. Yeah, this is a safe space. This is a safe space. Corey, uh, Corey, do you know ball? I can no, answer I that. No, ball. Corey doesn't know ball. He, he doesn't know ball. I know big skin, but I know ball. I don't know ball. Yeah, but yeah, you don't know ball. You don't. You, you, <laughs> you don't know. You, you don't know ball. You don't know ball. Fucking <laughs> Corey. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> you you don't know ball. You don't know ball. Sorry, idiot. I'm just not, I'm just not big on balls. <laughs> Moving on to, let's move on to other brackets. I'm, it's this has been a very depressing first half of the show. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? We're over it. We're past it. You're we're looking. You're not. Well, I'm not. I'm actually. I've worked myself into. I was better off 20 minutes ago than I am now. Yeah. But, but <laughs> on to new brackets. Yeah, I'm not over my thing. You're not over that. And Corey yeah. doesn't know ball. So right. So I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't even matter. So, well, I got Corey, personal shit going on. And I'm not over that either. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Corey's, Corey's gonna go to McDonald's and he won't be over that for two weeks. So yeah. fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to our bracket. The bracket that we run here at the at the podcast. It is our movie bracket that we unveiled the field last week. And then we also, without telling anybody, as most popular podcasts do, they yep. don't they don't promote yep. anything ever. Correct. We dropped the voting to the people on the GMPC Facebook page. That's right. Dug it out of the grave. Basically, it was like the Undertaker rising out of the coffin during a casket match. Yep. Uh, the Facebook page is <laughs> is alive. It is alive and kicking. We dropped the games on the Facebook page for the community to vote on. The community responded way better than we had anticipated. Yep. With the inactivity of the page. Yep. And so we have the results of the first round, and then uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to see who moved on from the round of sixty four. And what games we got next week? And what games we got next week? And so I'm going to turn it over to Bracket Tallin Master, Bracket Master, Bracket Tallin Master, yep. like Chairman of the Damn Bracket, Chairman of the Board, Baron Von Bracket. Okay, I like that. Corey Florence. All right, um, I'm going to read off percentages. Is what I'm going to read off the That's... percentages of how they won. Uh, I will say this, after putting everything into uh, Excel and color coding it, there was a lot of matchups against oneself, which is unfortunate, especially for guests because they only have four picks. Uh, but there was a lot of them, like a lot of them. It'd be all right. So with that, we'll start with the sci-fi fantasy genre. Number one, Avatar taking on the original Mad Max at number 16. 76% to Avatar. Oh. oh, Avatar wins it. Number one seed moving on. All right, next up, The Empire Strikes Back versus Armageddon. This was a tight one. Empire Strikes Back, 42%. Armageddon, 57%. Oh. That's dog shit. Armageddon moving on. That is dog shit. Now, okay, Chris, let's bring it up. So for those that are listening, two listeners that we know of that are actually participants of this tournament did not vote, nor did one host of the podcast. So we can retally those maybe before next week. We'll see. Yes. 
that is a subject to change, and I will make it a special color on here so we can do that. I hope that um, I hope that ever. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. What? Results are final. Okay. So we're just not going to do that about any of them. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but uh, yeah, if you're doing percentages, yeah, because. Well, the percentage would change. Yeah, I understand that, but if we're going to okay. if right. we're going to unveil next week's teams and then come up next week and be like, actually. Somebody was, they were on steroids. They got, yeah. they got I kicked just, out I missed, of the I missed the polls. I missed the polls. It's on me. Fair enough. All right. All right. Next match. Matchup. Uh, number four, Ford Ragnarok versus number 13, Butterfly Effect. The winner with 57%. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, oh, nice. That was closer than I thought. That, I was going to say, that's better than that I is, thought. Yeah. Hey, a lot of Butterfly Effect fans. It's a good movie. All right. And finishing up the top side of the bracket. Five against the 12. Number five, Return of the Jedi versus number 12, Limitless. Might be the closest one in the entire tournament. The winner with 53%, Limitless. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. So I have opinions, but I'll save them for later. <laughs> I know what they are because yeah. both Star Wars movies are out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving down to the bottom of the bracket. Number two, Jurassic Park. Number 15, Terminator. This one kind of blew me away. All the people voted for Jurassic Park. Hey, oh, now, come on, man. Jurassic Park rules. Yeah. I know, but I thought there'd be somebody. That's a bad. It's just a bad matchup. Was Terminator. that supposed to be the original Terminator? Okay, it was that's what I thought. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's just a bad matchup. But bad I, matchup. But honestly, I don't know that anybody's going to do any better. Like that's a Jurassic Park. Jurassic hard Park. To beat. So our demo is like twenty five to thirty eight, basically. Yeah, us, us, and uh, Jurassic Park <laughs> just fell right in that yep. golden zone. All right, next one, Corey. A total of for the tournament, we'll get that. I think it was a total of like three one hundred percent. Damn. Wow. It should have been more, actually. But Okay, uh, next up, number seven, Inception, versus number 10, The Matrix. Also super close. With 53%, The Matrix moves on. Wow. Oh. I actually... That's a tough matchup, I love, too. I actually love that that one was close, because both movies yeah. are really good. Yeah, they're both really good movies. I, I, I actually had a hard time picking one on there, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Inception's probably, Inception's probably one of my top five favorite movies in that genre, period. So, I mean, I picked it, but The Matrix is up there, too. So Oh, I can just use Jamie's Facebook to vote. You could do that. Yeah. Yep. But then Jamie can't vote. Okay. All right. Uh, the next two matchups are one person on themselves. Uh, number three, Return of the King versus number 14, Starship Troopers. I swear to God. With seventy six percent starship troops. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> what is wrong with you people? <laughs> I have opinions. That's a great movie. It's a fantastic. Yeah. It's almost perfect. Yeah, I'm talking about Starship Troopers. Oh no, <laughs> it's a fantastic. I mean, it's a good movie. movie. It's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. Return of the King is almost perfect. Uh. So the next matchup is a six eleven. These are both mine. I was very surprised how this went. I don't know if it's an age thing or not. Number six, Independence Day versus number eleven, Mad Max Fury Road with eighty six percent. Independence Day moves on. Wow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
I have more opinions. So are we gonna do we just brief things about it? Are you moving to the next one or what? I, I say keep her moving. I have broad opinions, so I can save it from a mic drop. Okay. Well, I mean, we can go over them now, too. I mean, shit, let her, let her fly. You're going to hit a highlight. If you want to hit a highlight real quick. Oh, the highlight is, is, is I would love, I don't know how it works on Facebook, but I would love to see the, every individual that voted. Oh, you can. So I can drag them to my house and make them watch these good movies that just lost and have them explain to me what's wrong. Well, there's nothing wrong. They just like the other movie better. Exactly. That means something is wrong mm. with their brain. So, Chris, I'm, I'm going to get on that horse when we get to horror movies. But, yeah, I'm with you, actually. There was a lot of surprises in this one for me. I was very surprised by a lot of these. I was not, <laughs> to be completely okay. honest. Okay. Nate is spooky. All right, uh, Nate, Nate I, over the weekend action drama over the weekend Nate genre. Oh, hold on, what? Corey. Over the weekend, Nate just created a bunch of burner, <laughs> random people burner Facebooks. <laughs> did a bunch of voting. <laughs> I nice. did notice. I did notice that the gentleman's podcast voted on a couple of these, and me and Nate are the only people that can access that. And I voted oh. as Corey. Fuck, you know, I didn't even think about that. I think I, I think I did vote some of those on the podcast because I, I flipped it over. Oh, so then I, I can vote because I can access the GMPC page yeah. still. Yeah, you guys still be on Facebook, but yeah. Well, we, we were talking about that off off the air. But off the we'll, air, I can still access the yeah, GMPC we, page. We can do it. Yeah. All right. So I can't remember. Who was Action Drama? Do you all remember off the top of your head? Uh, the person. Let's see. Action Drama was. That was. Zipper. Yeah, that was. Zipper. Uh, by the way, uh, fantasy sci-fi. Uh, shout out Dr. Blaine for providing. Yeah, the rest yeah, of my bad. Sipper uh, got totally fucked in this. All four of his are in the top bracket, and one matchup is both of his players. That's or both of his movies. <laughs> let's let's read them off. All right. So uh, number one, Top Gun Maverick goes against number sixteen Reservoir Dogs with sixty-four percent. Top Gun Maverick. That should have been a slaughter, actually. Yeah, I was surprised that it was as close as it was. Reservoir Dogs is a good movie, but Top Gun Maverick is really fucking good. Why do people that voted for Reservoir? Well, it's a good cult movie. Like, you know, it is. It's early. Fuck. You know, early Tarantino, they're like big time cult movies. I'm really pissed, just as a side, real quick, because you said cult movie made me think of it. A movie that I definitely would have put in this category that I didn't even consider until just now Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah. That's Shit. a good one. Good shout. Yep. Oh, well. Fuck that up. All right. The next one is Sippert against Sippert. It is The Town, number eight, versus number nine, Die Hard. This was a lot closer than I thought it should be, but 61% Die Hard. Oh, wow. I mean, people loved The Town. Yeah, The Town was out. winning when I saw it earlier, but yeah. I, d- I didn't love The Town, but I don't love Die Hard either, to be honest. I know that's a, it's a good movie, but I don't like love Last it. Week. Uh, next matchup, number four, Top Gun, the original versus number 13, Punisher. I would argue this is too close. Top Gun at 82%. <laughs> yeah. People just need to rewatch that original, not the original, but that Punisher movie from great like movie. the 2000s. It's really good. Oh, it's a great that's movie. A but you, that's a, yeah, it's yeah. a terrible that's matchup. It's a really like, bad matchup. But I think, people, right, should, I think, oh, people, I think people should rewatch that Punisher movie. I yeah, think they remembered good. it wrong. 
top ten of my movies, but yeah. All right, uh, number five, Django Unchained versus number twelve, The Illusionist. Thought this was a little too close. Uh, the winner was seventy six percent, Django Unchained. Have you even seen The Illusionist? I told you I love The Illusionist. Okay, but you went up against Django Unchained. That's oh, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I agree. I, I even voted for uh, for Django. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. All right, the next uh, bracket, I like to call this the Chris versus Corey bracket, basically. Uh, As is tradition. Yeah, I know. Uh, number two, The Dark Knight versus number 15, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, God damn it. That's a bad matchup for Shawshank. With 76% The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is it's a bad matchup. Are you sure it was a Dark Knight? Shawshank yeah. was winning when I woke last him. Okay. Marley look, but yeah, it's, it was yeah. All right, number uh, see number seven versus number ten. This is Chris on Chris action. Remember the Titans versus Games of New York. Seventy five percent goes to Remember the Titans. Yeah, another terrible match. Like Games of New York is, that's a good movie. Well, it's just feeding into my earlier uh, opinions on uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, remember the Titans is a classic for anybody, dude. Like I know, especially the part where Gary Bertier's laying in the hospital bed, and she's like, "Sorry, only family after visiting hours." And he's like, "Glad that's my brother. That's my brother." And I'm over here like, "Fuck yeah, he is." Left side, left side, strong side. side. I'm totally watching that movie this weekend too. After imagine doing these, I was like, God damn, I need to put that on my list. It's so good. All right, next matchup. All right, uh, next matchup: number three, Forrest Gump versus number fourteen, Roadhouse. This should have been 100, percent but I love Roadhouse, so there you go. Who's still one of the best? 92 percent gets it. Forrest Gump, 92 percent. All right, that's fair. Honestly, I like Forrest Gump better too. But. All right, uh, final matchup in the action drama: number six, American Gangster, versus number eleven, the original Rambo: First Blood, with sixty-four percent. American Gangster. Goes oh, through. nice! Wow. Any thoughts? Real quick, early thoughts. Uh, my oh, my only thought was when you when you were the only person that voted on Roadhouse, I, I was thinking that you would be a really good baseball Hall of Fame voter. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those fuckers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the first ever unanimous Hall of Fame. That is that is Corey's future. <laughs> Not today, not today, Pete. Not today. Uh, I didn't vote for him because everyone else is. <laughs> no, All right, let's move on to horror. Horror. You're you're a horror. Most controversy, fucking shit of all time. All right. Uh -oh. Number one, The Exorcist goes against number sixteen, The Never Ending Story. Yeah, dude. What? Who 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 put that in as a horror movie? Me. That is not even close to a horror movie. Oh. Tell that to like six year old Chris. I, I will tell, tell that to six. Tell I, that to some other people. That was never ever a scary movie to me at any point in my life. I'm I'm legitimately legitimately afraid of uh, flying dogs, anthropomorphic dogs, and werewolves because of that movie. Man, I have an actual fear of werewolves, even though I know for a fact they don't exist. I'm afraid of them. Okay. 
And animatronic dogs. <laughs> this was a lot closer than people would think. With 72%, the exorcist goes through. Wow, that should have been a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was there was there was uh, a few people that voted for the neighboring story. Those were sympathy votes. There were definitely sympathy votes. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, number eight, the strangers versus number nine, sinister. Ninety percent goes to the strangers. The most fucking weird movie. That's the one. Where it the, is the, just the weird. people just show up to the house, right, and just yeah. and kill them. Yeah. 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 And then they just ask why, and they're like, because you fucking answered the door. It's yeah. the most disturbing big movie I've that's, ever seen. That's based yeah. off of a true story. Truish story, true-ish yeah. Story. I mean, yeah. you know how that is when they say that, based on a true story, and it's like. They take like one little yeah. bit of truth and then yeah. stretch it, yeah. All right, moving on. Number four, Paranormal Activity versus number 13, 13 Ghosts. I swear, if Paranormal Activity doesn't win this shit, because that movie's legit scary. With 66% paranormal activity yeah, moves on. I was going to say, it should have moved on. Because that paranormal activity, I actually sat and watched it. You guys know how my feelings on scary movies. Yep. And it is a very good movie. So y'all know how, like, to me, scary movies aren't like uh, Halloween, that kind of thing. Like, those aren't scary to me. I I, I get scared of things that I, that I believe in that I think are, like, real. And the way they filmed that movie, dude, was fucking genius. Yeah. They really took the found footage genre that Blair Witch started yep. and took it and, to a whole new a level. whole other level. Yeah, especially the first one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one's amazing. Yeah, they got worse as they went, but the first yeah. one was just a game changer. You kind of you, you knew the shtick at, at like yeah. Paranormal Activity three, yeah. you know. So, but but the first one was just a system shock. All right, next matchup. All right, uh, next matchup number five: Scream versus number twelve: Hereditary, with the second one hundred percent. The original screen moves on. Really? Because I've heard Hereditary is like one of the scariest movies out I've, there. I'll be honest. Uh, I voted for Scream. I have never seen Hereditary. I've heard it. I've never even heard of it. So it's kind so of hard Hereditary to Hereditary is, is, is really, really good. But I think the way, what the, what the original screen did for the genre, even though the acting was bad, it was the first slasher movie yeah. that, potentially could happen type deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was just a game changer for the genre. And the also it had a, a, a future WCW world champion in the movie. That is very accurate. Yeah. True. True. Next. All right, moving on. This is controversial. This can be a controversial one. If anybody wants to do it, the next two actually can be, there's three people that didn't vote. Start with the first one. Number two, it, the TV movie. Yes. So which one is the versus TV movie? The one with... The, the old one? Yeah. The original, okay. Yeah. Versus number 15, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It is split between three votes. But as of right now, the TV movie, it wins. Hmm. So I don't know how y'all want to do that. We can talk about it off air. I think... I, well, we we uh, no. I say say results. Results yep, are the results. Hey, I didn't vote. Hey, I missed my opportunity. I that, well, that's fine because the next one, then I'm just going to lose my shit. Well, uh, number seven, Pet Cemetery versus number ten, Halloween, the original. Pet Cemetery wins, and this is a travesty. It's a classic. Yeah, Pet so Cemetery. So is Halloween, the original. I mean, I don't know. 
Don't yeah, get mad but, at me. Yeah, don't. The people voted, man. Yeah, literally, Return the of the King lost in the know first horror, round. Horror cinematography and it's fucking disgusting. Uh, Empire Strike Strikes Back lost to Armageddon. You don't think I'm over here just spoiling? <laughs> Oh, Armageddon's enough. a good movie, dude. They use the animal crackers in a sex scene. Oh, I mean, oh. dude, that's come on. It was pretty hot, Nate. I know it was. <laughs> All right, then I bought animal crackers for three years after that. <laughs> against each other, let's go with the first one pitting Chris against himself. First three, The Conjuring versus number fourteen, Psycho. The Conjuring with ninety percent of the votes moves on. I thought the Conjuring was mine. No, it's mine. Then what was my fourth one? Because I definitely picked the Conjuring. Oh no, no, no. Well, your next two. Never, never out. mind. You already never mind. You already had yep. yours. I totally I, understand the Conjuring dominating Psycho because Psycho is just like such a classic. Yeah, there's some people that just like didn't see it. You I was know, say there's probably like, at least four or five voters on here that didn't hasn't even seen that yeah. movie. And then the Conjuring is like is. It's good. It's one of the best franchises going. Yep. Well, yes. Each one keeps getting better, and they're using two amazing actors to portray the couple that you know used yeah. to be the. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but yeah. they just keep getting better and better and better. All right, and with the final matchup in the horror genre, number six, Annabelle versus number eleven, The Shining. And with ninety percent, I was actually surprised about this. Uh, might have been the only uh, the shiny moves on. Oh wow! Yeah, this is me versus myself on this one. And in yeah. in all honesty, in all fairness, I have never seen Annabelle. However, I fucking hate dolls. And when we picked our movies, I didn't necessarily think like best cinematic movie. I thought like best of genre. So like scary ass movie, kind of like Never Ending Story for you. I am so fucking freaked out by this movie, I won't even watch it. So I figured... I'll, I'll say this, Nate. If you're that fucked up about dolls, Annabelle would ruin your life, probably. That's that, that, I, such a mindfuck. That, dude, it, it, uh, it's, it's a conjuring, isn't it? When they introduce yes, Annabelle, yeah. th- just that first opening three minutes, I walked out of a movie theater. <laughs> I refused to watch it. Damn. Like, when, when that doll appeared the first time, I was like, nope. I walked out, and then I realized they're like... That wasn't the whole movie. It was just like a... Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll come back. And I will say that with, uh, after doing all this stuff, that is the only franchise that has multiple movies going through to the round of 32. Okay. I thought all the regions had all of the yeah. movies going to the round of 32. No, but I'm saying Annabelle and Conjuring are the same franchise. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I got I you. Yeah, all right. All right, now on to the final, the comedy genre. The most important one. Oh, is it? Well, I mean... Well, now that all of the good fantasy sci-fi <laughs> movies are out, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's start off with number one, The Wedding Crashers, versus the number 16 seed, Idiocracy. <laughs> kind of surprised on this one, but with 80%, the wedding crashers go through. Oh. That is such a bad matchup. Like, I love Idiocracy. Paired up against almost any other movie in this bracket, it would have won for That's me. That's another but one, too, that I think just it might have been just lack of people actually having seen so. it. I think so, yeah. Because it is, it, that's another kind of cult movie. Yeah. All right. Um, as we say that, one of the older movies that's coming into this number eight, Hot Shots versus number nine, Life. Hot Shots wins with 92%. Yeah. By a landslide. Yeah. 
hold on, the guy that nominated the horror, this horrible movie Life didn't even vote for it. Somebody <laughs> else voted for it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I implore everyone to go watch Hot Shots. It is so fucking funny. If you haven't already seen it. Apparently a lot of people have. Yeah, it's great. I would argue the best matchup is coming up next. Number four, Blazing Saddles versus number 13, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Two Mel Brooks was, movies. Yep. Yep. This was very surprising. With 73%, Blazing Saddles goes through. Blazing Saddles is a absolute yeah, fucking classic yep. of a comedy. I'm not surprised at all. And Mel Brooks is just a fucking... I thought it would just be. I thought it'd be a little bit closer than that. I, well, I really did. Robin Hood Men in Tights didn't get the same pub as... Uh, for yeah. obvious reasons, yeah. or, or even hot shots for that matter. Yeah. Like, like Blazing Saddles. Hot shots yeah. was so good. <laughs> well, but but they put out hot shots like two years after Top Gun, so like it was still Top Gun yeah. was still. Also, Blazing Saddles had Gene Wilder Tommy. in it, so yeah. like even like you know what I'm saying like it's fucking Willy Wonka. Yeah. In a com- in a comedy in a Mel Brooks comedy, you know you're gonna yeah. watch it. You're gonna watch it. And he'd already done Young. Wait, I can't remember which one came first. That or Young Frankenstein? Uh, I think Young Frankenstein came first. Either way, it's yeah. it's fucking Willy Wonka. You're gonna watch it. Yeah, you're gonna watch it. All right, anyways, next one. All right, next one. Number five, Tropic Thunder versus number twelve, Accepted. <sighs> Cannot believe anybody voted for Accepted in this matchup. What is Accepted? But it's the one where eighty-five percent Tropic Thunder goes through. Nice. It's the movie where Justin Long doesn't get into college, so he makes up. Oh college. yeah. I mean, it's Cute, but like it's Tropic Thunder. What are we doing? Yeah, Tropic Thunder is a, is just superior comedy. Yeah, it's one of the most in, intelligent comedic movies I've ever seen. Agreed. All right, with the next matchup, this was a tough matchup. It is, man. This was tough. Number two, Dumb and Dumber versus number fifteen, Princess Bride. Ooh. With sixty six percent, Dumb and Dumber goes through. Wow. Yeah, I, Princess, I think Bride Princess Bride. Princess Bride anywhere else would have killed. Somebody asked me, "Is that a comedy today at work?" And I was like, "Yes, absolutely, the, it's a comedy." I, I have seen the scene where he's sitting with the dude, and like, oh, buddy's got like one glass that's got wine, the other glass has got poison in it, and they do that yeah, back yeah, and yeah, forth yeah. or whatever. That shit is hysterical. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. All right, next matchup. Number seven, Stripes versus number 10, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Damn. Also closer than I thought it was going to be. Really? 71% Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Hmm. I really thought that was going to be a slaughter. Yeah. I don't know. I thought thought it was actually, I thought it was a two. I was surprised that it was that close. Does that mean Stripes? Right. Stripes is a Bill Murray movie, but it's not his best. No, that's just—I mean, I, that was my choice. Yeah, that's just a good movie for me. Like, yeah. obviously, I, I love that movie. But oh, it's a funny movie. Oh, it is. If, well, you, if saying, you love their yeah, style was, of comedy, good. Well, I'm right. just saying, if you love their I, what the uh, no, what I can't remember his fucking name. The guy that played Egon in Ghostbusters, he directed. Uh, oh shit! Uh, fuck. I know you're talking yeah, about that guy. Uh, not Dan Aykroyd, but the no, other one. Uh, it's, like, it's not Sam Raimi either. No, nope. I know you're talking about. Anyway, I know you're talking about. His style of comedy is really good. Yeah, it is. Anyways, Corey. It was just, it was surprise. I thought that one actually would have been a either a ninety or hundred percent or something. Yeah. 
All right, next one, uh, tough matchup, and I get destroyed on this one with my number one seed. But number three, Super Bad versus number fourteen, Tommy Boy. Mm. That's a tough matchup too. I mean, those are two classic movies. Also, like, two different eras of comedy. And yeah, very different styles. I did appreciate the people that did vote for Tom Tommy Boy because I was not expecting that. But with sixty four percent. Super bad goes through. Well, Tommy yeah. Boy is an absolute classic comedy. It's just that Super Bad is probably the it's probably the not maybe not the gold standard, but it's definitely a tier for like the Seth Rogen style of comedy. Yeah, for sure. You yeah, know? I would almost say, say it's the gold standard. Ahead. I mean, because like, what else would you put in that category? Like Pineapple Express. I just want to say, but it's those two. I mean, uh, I, I didn't Pineapple Express is me. Yeah, I, I don't like that movie, but I mean, it, I mean, not that I don't like it. I don't think it's that good, but I mean, there's a whole whole lot of people that do. So, like right. Grandma's Boy, Pineapple Express, Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn, Hot Rod should have been in the damn fucking yeah. bracket. I'll say this about Super Bad. Super Bad, every, anytime, even though like it's edited, if it's on like TBS, I'll stop. But for me, Tommy Boy is my favorite movie of all time. And I can sit there and watch it on repeat and repeat, and I just think it's that good of a movie. I understand going against super bad. Yeah. I get it. It's yeah. a style. It's a styles matchup, right? Like you got you got a. a it really is a good style matchup. You got a zone team versus a, a you know a, dri- a dribble drive team. You know. Yeah. We know how that's going to go. It's going to go bad. It goes bad every fucking time. <laughs> we know the and dribble you- drive team doesn't win. <laughs> All right, next one. And then the final matchup is a tough matchup, but it was a landslide. Number six, Step Brothers versus number 11, Hot Tub Time Machine. With 92%, Step Brothers goes through. Step Brothers is, I, I think Step Brothers is the gold standard for like the Will Ferrell, Adam McKay style movies. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that as well. And, and I'll go with Hot um, Tub Time Machine, but that's just, it's just a bad matchup. No, yeah. And I'll say this because Hot Tub Time Machine was one of mine. I, I'll say this real quick. It, you can't do because the second one was horrible and all that stuff. But just the one time for that one movie, it was so well done and just so fucking hilarious with kind of some random people, and it just yeah. hit. It just hit like yeah, yeah. slap. But uh, I mean, when, when you take when you ca- when you take the I'll say comedic trio of Adam McKay director uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. You know, like they were pumping out movies there for the mid two thousands, early twenty tens. Yep, like weekly almost seemed like <laughs> seemed like, and they're all good. But Step Brothers is the best. Yep. You know what didn't make an appearance that I'm just now realizing again? Like, just as we go through these, you know, you just start thinking about like because uh, we're you you talking about like styles and like genres of comedy was what made me think of it. But freaking uh, Step Brothers or not Step Brothers, uh, shit. <laughs> Fucking Super Troopers or like Beer Fest or like like those guys, you know. Well, actually, if you you they were on my OLI. Yeah, you might not remember. You might not remember, but when we put the bracket together, you screamed at me for about forty minutes about putting Super Troopers in the bracket after we had finalized everything. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, screamed at that checks out. Was I drunk? Is there some weird trading going on potentially between you and? Uh, somebody else, I think it was Doc, but like Doctor Blaine. But like the, the man, there was like some other thing. We we're like, well, no, this fucking movie needs. To be in. And we're like, and you were you were mad, you were mad at me at my house. Yes, 
I don't remember that. The night that. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were pretty pissed. It was during the SEC tournament when we went to your house. Hmm. My apologies. No, I mean, you were justified. It's just that shit had already been. <laughs> shit had already it's been. It's already done. Yeah, the, the, the die had been cast. I bet that's because, like, in the last two weeks, I started watching Tacoma FD. Oh, yeah. So, like, those guys are just, like, <laughs> on my brain. But, and that checks out. <laughs> Great show, by the way, if nobody's watched that. I've not seen it. I'd always seen like previews for it, but it's actually really good because it's all the same guys. I was waiting you know. to see if they would get another season or two before I started. I ha- how many do they have, do you know? I think they're – well, I don't know what they've been signed for, but I know a third one's coming out. So. Okay, so there's only two. That means I'm, I'm almost done with it then. Yeah. So do we want to read off matchups for next week real quick, and then, and then we'll reiterate again that these are going to be yeah. up on Facebook for polls? Yeah. Let's go back to the sci-fi fantasy. Number one overall, Avatar versus number nine, Armageddon. Dog shit. Number four, Thor Ragnarok versus number 12, Limitless. Moving down to the bottom. Number two, Jurassic Park versus number 10, The Matrix. Finishing it out, number uh, 14, Starship Troopers versus number six, Independence Day. Dog shit again. Both of them are dog shit. that's That's a tough vote, though. Going to action and drama. Number one, top uh, number one overall, Top Gun Maverick versus number nine, Die Hard. Number four, Top Gun the original versus number five, Jangle Unchained. Moving on to the bottom, number two, The Dark Knight versus number seven, Remember the Titans. And then number three, Forrest Gump versus number six, American Gangster. Moving to horror. Number one, The Exorcist versus number eight, The Strangers. That is going to be a that's tough. That's tough. That's really tough. Uh, number four, Paranormal Activity versus number five, Scream. That's oh, also good. Yeah, that's tough too. Uh, number two, It the TV Movie versus number seven, Pet Cemetery. And then number three, The Conjuring versus number eleven, The Shining. Oh, oh, shit. oh God, dude, all those are tough. All right, and now, now we're going to comedy. I think comedy is probably going to be the funnest one for us, obviously. Yeah. Uh, no number way. Number one, Wedding Crashers versus number eight, Hot Shots. Damn number four, God. Blazing Saddles versus number five, Truck Thunder. Moving down to the bottom. Number two, versus, uh, sorry, number two, Dumb and Dumber versus number 10, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Damn. And then finally, number three, Superbad versus number six, Step Brothers. Oh, so again, so just to reiterate, oh, I had a burp. We are we're okay. posting we're posting these matchups on the GMPC Facebook page. You can just search the Gentleman's Podcast in Facebook, and you'll be able to find the page and just like it and share it. You know things like that. Send it to your friends. Send it to your friends. Send the polls to your friends. Send the polls out to your friends. But that's where we'll be doing our voting, and uh, um, you know. Uh, I'm sure the two other guest pickers that don't have Facebook can get their wives to vote for them, use their wife's Facebooks to vote for them. I'm going to Does use... anybody have a Twitter or anything? Because I had a one of the uh, guest voters uh, suggested that if all these were put on Twitter, that just him alone sending his guys over there, would they would we'd have all kinds of different votes. I don't know if that's an option. I don't have Twitter, so I don't know. Um, would this would this guest picker want to liaison? Because I don't know how to do all that. 
We'll talk about it off the air. You know what? I'll Google it. I'll Google we'll it. We'll figure it out. I'll and then Google we'll, we'll, it. I'll Google it. Uh, anyways, that's a good idea. So be on the lookout for maybe on Twitter. Because that's a very good idea, Corey. Because I've seen his traffic. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, Facebook. Um. We might, you know, we, we're look, maybe do some Twitter polls, too. And so just get out there and just vote for him if you want your favorite movie to move on. Clearly, you guys have bad taste when it comes to fantasy sci-fi. <laughs> So I'll just have to swallow that one. But uh, yeah, we're going to move on with the next round next week. Super pumped for it. Uh, I noticed, so in, in most of the categories, we all had at least like one movie that was probably like just sentimental in a way or like kind of a, an out there movie. But in comedy, like even our out there movies or whatever are still fucking hilarious movies. Yeah. So the comedy the comedy bracket is going to be tough. Well, just the matchups in the horror uh, region yeah. are fucking stiff. Dude. Yeah, those are ba- tough those are matchups. Stiff matchups. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the action drama is not my favorite. I think yeah. it's a little broad. I kind of agree with that. Kind of agree with that. There's a there's it's very very broad. So there's there's some matchups like it was Forrest Gump against uh, who's Forrest Gump playing? Uh, oh, we Pien. lost Corey. Yeah, Corey's Pien. Pien. Uh, I, whatever it was though, it was like. Well, Sorry. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Oh, American Sorry. Gangster, I think. Yeah. No, so, it was Forrest Gump, American Gangster, yeah. Dark Knight, and then Remember the Titans. That's two totally different movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to... Yeah, it's tough. Just by the way, I mean, I don't want to influence anybody's votes, but uh, there's a bet going on in, in my family that uh, Remember the Titans is going to win this bracket. And the entire I, bracket? Five fucking boats are going. Yeah, and, and or I, just the region. And, and I don't want that to happen. Just so. the region or the entire tournament? The the whole tournament. There's no way. I agree. There's no way. But there, there is a person that I am by blood, or not not by blood, by, by marriage related to, that thinks that that's the best movie of all time. Uh, she she has to be proven wrong. She might lose the round of 32, so tell her yeah. to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah, because even if it makes it to the chip, it'll go up against either a comedy a or comedy. a fantasy sci-fi. Exactly, like it's gonna and lose. You're gonna get fucked there. Like yeah. it's not gonna happen. All right, that was. I'm. I really like this bracket. It I, is a good one. I think we did a good thing here. I think we did a pretty good we job. Did. I think we're getting good at this podcast bracket thing. Yeah, better at it. That means at it. maybe next year we'll have something just mind blowing. Yeah, next year we'll do like thirty-two um things captured or 64 things captured by the hubble telescope vote now <laughs> <laughs> so there's just 64 stars yeah. you just gotta decide which no, no, one there could be some nebulous okay black holes some quasars yeah one zero delta 45 yeah going to the ship <laughs> I, do, I do love that like when they when they find planets or stars and all that stuff like some of them are named like Karen's little angel and yeah, like yeah. like all that shit. It's like a horse, and then and then some of them are like yeah, like Corey just said D four 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 six nine eight four. Yeah, it's like you got a you got a planet that's serialized like a like a fucking like mili- a car, yeah, like a car, <laughs> like and a VIN number. Next to it is like peaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. All right, <clears throat> brackets awesome. We've had a pretty good episode. I think it's time we do that thing we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to drop the mic. I'll go first. Here's what's wrong with all of our. Here's what's wrong with all of our voters. A like a like a 20 minute segment of Return of the King. It's during the Battle of Pelennor Fields, and it's the charge of the Rohirrim. That alone should win this entire bracket. But it didn't. I'm just so. saying. Well, I need we. 
You know what? Just people just need to watch better movies. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, Armageddon. Great film. It's it's honestly up there. It's one of my favorites. And you can argue uh, that song from Aerosmith just it just hits you in the heart. I mean, I know I don't want to miss a thing. I don't either, baby. I'm just beside myself. I love it. I feel like Armageddon has a chance now that it moved on past that. I'm beside myself <laughs> that I, that I that I willingly give my opinion to people that think Armageddon is better than Return of the King. Empire Strikes Back, but Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's the same thing. Uh, but it's different. However, I will say this. Most of the time, and you know what, listeners, you ready for this? You ready for this? You've already you've hurt me, so now I'm gonna hurt you. Most of the time most of the time my opinions are fake. I'm faking it. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. Most of the time most of the time I'm faking it when I give my You're opinions. You're faking out. it, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So huh. Jamie's belly button says differently, but how's that feel? <laughs> <laughs> what that slow, slow soak there for a moment. As <laughs> my mic drop. Watch better movies. Uh, you or me, Corey? I did. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll go. Uh, boys, I have something very important to tell you. Oh. Only 157 days until the start of college football season. Let's go. <laughs> so go. let's fucking go. I'm over basketball. It's over. I don't. I mean, normally when if Kentucky were to lose in the tournament, I would not watch any more basketball for the rest of the year. Like I just don't. I'm actually going to watch the rest of this tournament. I'm gonna casually it's it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I won't. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. But I'm actually kind of interested. So you know, and and even though they're probably going to have to vacate it later on down the road, I hope Alabama wins the next title. Yeah. Well, just Brandon Miller would have to vacate his part of it. Right, which is the whole title. Yeah. He is. He is Alabama. Technically, so he will probably have to hand his ring in right to someone. Sure, he's pretty good at that. He he, someone that potentially could throw it at yeah. somebody. He's pretty good at hand, handing a piece of metal off to another off to person. Another person yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. And if that person commits homicide later, then it'll be right on par. Right. I do love how long we've kept that joke. You have kept that joke. Going. I told you guys I'm going to attack that same joke from every angle I can. It's going to take us a long Until time. Until you to... all sit me down and say, "Please stop." <laughs> you have a you have a problem. Yeah, we're going to have an intervention on you over. It, brain what if it's jokes. like eight years later and I'm still doing it? I know that it will be unless we stop you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Bye. Uh, something else will happen. Like by we'll, June, I'll forget. Yeah, well, <laughs> something else will happen, and we'll we'll be picking on that. True. Corey, what's your mic drop? All right, I have a two-parter. Uh, first, for the voters for Pet Cemetery, you're fucking insane. How much of a moron are you? That's to me. To realize that Halloween is not one of the greatest of all-time horror movies. I voted for Pet Cemetery. Do you even know what horror movies are? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's better. It's better than Halloween. It is. All right, movie. second part. Uh, second part. Speaking of Pet Cemetery, mm, that was not a good God segue. Damn. God, for shit. Uh, our, that was not a good segue at all. I didn't even do that. <laughs> oh my God, Corey. We're laughing because we know the news. Yeah, because well, we know the news. But Jesus. Well, the news has gotten better as of today. Uh, my buddy, my boy Neville, he's uh, doing a little rough lately. Um, he got on some fluids today. He is up and up and 
looking better. Uh, okay. We're going we're gonna to take him back to uh, Cincinnati Thursday where they do the original uh, cancer treatment and scans and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we're going to see what happens there and go from there. But uh, it, he's probably not long for this world, but it's going to be a little bit different than last time with our other dog that we just didn't know what happened. Um, we're going to, we're going to do it proper. We're going to do it in home and we've already planned some stuff out. Um, so we're hoping that he can at least get feeling better enough that he can run around the yard for the next few days and no pain. And we can just, we can do it right this time. And you all know Neville. He's, he's a goofy boy, but he's a good boy. He's a so. good boy. For sure, man. He's a good boy. And just T-Speeds for Neville, but T-Speeds for Teresa especially. Uh, this is why you don't get dogs, which she would have never known this, but this is why you don't get dogs that are the same age because if something like this happens. But she's been put through the ringer in the past six months, basically, losing yeah. the only two things that actually stuck with her for the past 12 years. Yeah. 13 years. So I would uh, say, just, I would say she's been going through this for a little over a year. Probably, yeah, I would say right? It's been more than that. I was like, yeah, oh. but she, I mean, these two dogs were stranded with her in Australia when she had nobody else. Uh, and they've been with her through literally thick and thin. And I know I'm her husband, but I know how much they hold a higher level than I do. So just everybody just think about my wife and think about my, my, my boy. For sure, man. Yep. Yeah, big ups to Nevs. Uh, he's a good boy. Um, yeah, and with that, we've had a good episode. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope you continue to listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends. You know what to tell them. Subscribe, rate, and review so we can grow this little community we got going. And as always, thank you now. And don't forget to go to Facebook and vote. <laughs> <laughs>